Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Be sure to download your free ebook at lisadrennan.com. Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan, energetic mindset mentor, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Today, we have special guest, Linda Binz, with us, an energy coach. Don't you just love that? I am so excited to have her uh, be our special guest today. Um, so thank you so much, Linda. Welcome. Tell us a little more about yourself. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to hear what you do and how you got started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been a journey. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, I was reading the uh, application you filled out and it started a long time ago. So just tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in uh, as an energy coach and well, it's, it's interesting, actually, because as I was thinking about this, you know, preparing for this interview, really, and thinking about who I was back then, it's really odd because I don't think about that and I don't, I don't really go there. You know, I, when, I work on, when I've worked on something and I've made progress in my life, I never tend to look back. And so it was quite an interesting, you know, I don't think that person, if she was in front of me now, I don't think I would recognize her at all. Um, I grew up, I guess, always knowing I was different and basically because everybody told me I was, oh, you're too this or you're too that. Why can't you be more like this? Why can't you be more like that? And so really right from the beginning was made to feel like there was something wrong with me and I just didn't fit in. And I coped with that really by learning how to become invisible and kind of shutting myself down. And I just existed. You know, I just went through life. So I had no confidence. I had no self-esteem. Um, and I felt, I felt pretty worthless. I mean, you know, I was told I was stupid. My brother was the smart one, you know, so I really didn't think I had anything to offer, um, at all. And the best I could hope for was to perhaps meet a, a guy who, you know, who was okay, get married, have children and maybe have a little job, you know, <laughs> something like that. So not really much to aspire to. Um, it wasn't really until I left home. I left home when I was 17, uh, went to live in another country, in the country of Malta, actually. I had met a, I met a guy when I was 15 who was Maltese. And uh, anyway, cut the long story short, got, we got married when I was 18. And that was really my... It was really an escape. Now I know that it was really my method of escaping from from my home environment where I was, you know, everything about me was wrong. Um, and, and so I suppose that was the beginning. I was happy and I wasn't happy. I can remember times when I just felt very empty and I would just kind of cry, seemingly cry for no reason. And it just, I don't know, there was something missing. And I now know that it was me that was missing. I, you know, I had no connection with myself anyway. So I was married for seven years. We ended up coming back to England. We're living in England. And then um, I, I felt so unlovable 
I was always convinced that my husband would leave me. I, 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 I never understood how, how anybody could love me because I didn't feel lovable in any way. And, of course, self-fulfilling prophecy. He did. He uh, found somebody else and he left me. And I don't blame him whatsoever because I you know, must have been very sort of insecure and needy person. Anyway, so that was that that was then the starting point, I think, of my personal growth journey in that I had nobody to turn to. It was just me and at that time my dog. <laughs> and um, so I really had to start thinking about what I wanted, what was important to me, how I was going to survive, really. And that was that was really the darkest time in my life. Um, it, it maybe this sounds overly dramatic, but I really at one time did think about ending my life. And I thought about it was just the easiest way because I couldn't see any other way out. And there was only one reason I didn't. And that was because of my dog. And I just I couldn't bear to leave him. And I didn't know who would look after him. And, and so he really did save me in so many ways. Um, but then, you know, once my husband had left and I was on my own, just little by little, I started to to see signs of maybe maybe that it's not true that i you know i'm useless and i'm stupid and, and and all of these things maybe that's not true for example at work i was always getting promoted people were always telling me what what, what a great job i did and I, and I used to be terrified that I think, oh, no, any minute now they're going to find out this isn't true, that, you know, that I'm not what they think I am. But little by little, I started to have different experiences. Um, and then I met uh, the man I'm married to now, wonderful, wonderful man, after a, you know, a few years of being on my own and trying to figure things out. But that's at the point when I started to get interested in in energy, really. And, and again, it was thanks to my wonderful dog. He was ill at the time. He had a heart condition and he got to the point where the traditional vets couldn't really do anything more for him. And I had seen a program on TV about homeopathy and they had a homeopathic vet on there. And he was talking about, you know, uh, the treatments for animals and all that. So I went on a mission to find a homeopathic vet and I did. And anyway, that just got me started with looking into alternatives, I started looking at um, natural health and learning about the energy of the body. And that was really the starting point of this journey of, of doing what I do now. And I was really only doing it for my own interest and to help my dog. Um, but I went on to study holistic nutrition and a number of energy modalities. And um, it's kind of evolved into to what I do now. Long story. Well, I, lo I love that your fur baby sparked all of this. And <laughs> oh, was, I know. Our, I have a fur baby as well. And, you know, we think about she's going to be 11. Her birthday is coming up September 3rd. And I was thinking about, oh, it'd be, you know, she's getting older. And, you know, you do, they are like your children. You do are concerned with them. So when you had that, that darkest moment, so you almost kind of manifested your husband leaving you because mm. of the energy that you were pouring out saying, I'm not lovable. So I imagine, you know, I talk about brain grooves and, you know, you had the same brain groove where you felt that you were not good enough because you were always, sounds like you were compared to your brother as you were growing up and, you know, mm. your mom didn't show the type of love, you know, and we need to have our own love language. And if we're not 
fed that love, that security, we do end up having. Would you say you had imposter syndrome? Oh, yes. Yes. Big time. Um, especially when it came to, you know, professionally um, at work, I, I never thought I was good enough. I, ne- I never thought that um, I, I kept thinking people are going to find out. I don't know what I'm doing, that I'm doing this wrong, that um, that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I had that for a long, long time. Um, but, you know, again, I, I worked to overcome that um you know and it started to realize one of the breakthroughs I had I have to say um was when I read a book I'm not sure familiar with it called The Highly Sensitive Person by Elaine Aaron and um a couple of people had told me about it and to be honest I was going to read it because I thought well there might be something in there that's helpful for my clients you know as I work with with people and when I read this book, it was like an epiphany. It suddenly made sense of, of everything because it, it made sense of why nobody understood me, why I was so different from everyone else, why I had different reactions, different responses, noticed different things. Um, and I learned that there's this trait of high sensitivity that applies to about 20% of the population. And everything she explained in that book just described me to a T, you know, and and how misunderstood we are and basically because we don't understand ourselves and so that and and then the other thing interesting thing I realized that my journey into exploration of personal energy came out of necessity really for me in in terms of learning how to manage my energy um, and then helping other people I, I just have this natural thing that if once I learn something that's really helpful I want to tell people about it I want to share it and so that's really why I started my business (laughs) thank you you. yeah um and so all the time yeah yeah and so um I just I realized as I was looking at it I thought oh my goodness I think the majority of the people I've worked with over the years and, and the reason I went into studying energy energy of the body, energy of the environment through feng shui, all all kinds of different modalities um, was because of that. But most of the clients who I naturally worked with were also highly sensitive. And I I didn't even know that at the time. Um, And it's because I understood them. You know, they could talk to me about things that nobody else, people who are not highly sensitive would not understand. And um, and so then I realized, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I thought I need to specialize in, in helping highly sensitive people, so highly sensitive women in particular. Um, and so that's how it's it's kind of evolved over the years. I started in holistic nutrition, also doing feng shui, you know, all, all related to energy. And then it turned into more coaching and guiding and now um, really specializing in highly sensitive people. Oh, I love that. Can you tell us more about the energy? I know some of our listeners aren't going to understand energy coach. I know I was challenged by it the first time I heard it. It's like, what is this energy and what does this mean? And I have a cup that I use that has a different, you know, emotional levels, you know, and how do you raise your energetic level to right. peace, you know, to go from anger, frustration to that peace level. So um, can you just give us a little background about that? Yeah, well, it, really everything is energy everything is and and as we talked about before you know I manifested if you like I created 
I created my escape from home by getting married, you know, finding somebody, getting married and moving as far away as I possibly could. Um, I also manifested, created for myself my divorce, certainly not consciously. I mean, that's not what I wanted, but I know I created that. And it's based on the energy you put out. And that is how you feel inside the energy that determines everything that you do. It's the thoughts that you think. It's what you feel what you believe about yourself, about the world that determines the energy that you are putting out, that you are putting into every single thing that you do. And that's how you create the situations that you create. So in terms of being an energy coach, it's all about, okay, we are creating everything around us. If you want to, if you want to know what's going on in, you know, what you need to change, just take a look around you, what's going on in your life. And you can change anything by changing yourself, by focusing on your energy. And how do you do that? Well, you pay attention to how you feel because your feelings will always tell you. So if I'm angry, instead of saying that person or that situation made me angry, it's their fault, I turn the mirror around and I look at myself and say, there's this anger inside me that's just been triggered. That's the energy mm. that's just been triggered. Now, if I just carry on about my day and I, I ignore that or I try to push it away, then that energy, that angry energy is going to be influencing everything I do, mm. right? But if I stop and I say, okay, this has been triggered. This is something that's already inside me. What is it telling me about myself? What do I need to learn about myself from this? And instead of ignoring it, you allow yourself to go into it And that's how you come out through the other side of it. And then you, once you learn whatever it is you need to learn about yourself, then it just goes away. And something Mm -hmm. that seems such a big deal at at one time, you know, once you've gone through it, you can look back and say, well, why was I, why was I so angry about that? Why was that such a big deal? You know, because you've now moved on. So it's about taking responsibility for ourselves and what we're creating in our lives by managing our energy I think it was uh there's a wonderful saying which is um some people have signs made which is take responsibility for the energy that you bring into this space and and it's true it's the energy that we're bringing to everything we do every interaction we have wherever we go we're bringing our energy with us and so it's it's being aware of what that is and what we are creating because of that yeah absolutely in my coaching program in Ula we talk about um you know, when you walk into your room, smile, mm-hmm. because you can't help but smile back and that energy right. that it creates that happiness, that joy. And I, I know I did a live on Pinterest once about, you know, when you ever walk into a room and you can feel the negative energy oh. of some of the people. And it's just, for me, I mean, it's just such a strong force. But instead of reacting, you can, you know, change that response by just giving them a smile and, hey, how are you doing today? It totally right. changes them around. And, you know, I, I you said a mirror, and I love that concept because I've been thinking about the mirror. When I was younger in my career, my boss and I would always talk and, you know, people would complain, well, how come they're getting a promotion and I'm not? And, you know, da, da, da. it's like, look in the mirror. What do you need to do to change yourself? You know, and we do a lot of, um, and with my clients, we do a lot of visualization, like, you know, what's your dream? What do you envision? How do you see yourself, you know, six months, 12 months, three, you know, three years down the road and then reverse engineer it. Like, how are you going to get there? 
And if you don't have the modality, the steps, the strategy in place, you know, you end up getting stuck in those brain grooves, just keep going down the same path, creating that same type of negative energy. So that's, I love the modalities that you have in place. That's incredible. The, um, what advice would you give someone that was feeling the same way, feeling the imposter syndrome? Had that same, you know, my son calls it the same old movie playing where you're constantly mm. criticized, you're not good enough, you know, you're, you push people away on subconsciously. What would be one piece of advice that you would give them? Well, you know, perhaps think of it as, um, you know, when you feel that way, it's based on the conditioning you have, the beliefs you have, what you've been told about yourself, the experiences you've had because of that. So you have these beliefs that cause you to feel there's something wrong with me, I'm not lovable, I am a fraud, you know, whatever it is. And so it's just like you know, people always say to me, oh, but, it, you know, I've always been this way, I can't possibly change it, you know. You can. I mean, I like I said, I'm completely different from who I used to be. I was so insecure. I, I would never have done this, you know, being on video. Be like, oh, no, I don't want people to see me. Um, I perfected becoming invisible. So I think of it as think of it as is if your computer, if you have a program on your computer that's not doing what you want it to do. So if you want to use Word, Microsoft Word, and you open up Excel, it's not going to work in the same way. So you need to you need a different program. So you're going to reprogram that computer or open a different program. So really it's about you can reprogram yourself and you do it a little bit at a time and it's you do it by paying attention. It's about making that, I would say the number one thing I would say to people is make that, make you and understanding you your number one priority. And when you do that and you're willing to put your attention there, like we said, the mirror, something happens, I don't like it. Instead of focusing on the thing that happened, turn the mirror around. And I don't mean turn the mirror around and blame yourself and say, oh, it's all my fault. See, I know I'm, I knew I was no good. I knew there was something wrong with me. That's why all this is happening. No, turn the mirror around and say, okay, why am I creating this? What's going on inside me? Why am I feeling this way? Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, I love self-inquiry is one of my biggest tools. You know, just gently mm-hmm. asking yourself these questions starts to change that programming. It starts to change mm-hmm. what's going on in your brain from I'm not good enough to, oh, okay, there's something going on here. What is it I need to know about this? And when you just have that, that's a completely different energy from, oh, my gosh, these things always happen to me. You know, I'm I'm useless to mm-hmm. oh I wonder why I'm feeling this way you know so it's, it's about you're changing programming so it's not going to happen overnight you're not just going to go and it's changed it's little by little and and it's it builds you know it starts to you start to make progress and then once you start to feel better you know there's no going back you would never go back you wouldn't want to but just start somewhere and just and I think it starts with the commitment to your own personal growth, to knowing who you are, accepting who you are, and then allowing yourself to be who you are, really. Yeah, that's excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today and um, to our audience. 
we will have the links for you to connect with Linda in the description box. So you can connect with her. Um, you can visit her at her website, lindavins.com. She also has a Facebook page. She's on LinkedIn. You can find her on Instagram. And um, just so you know, her mission statement is to help professional women achieve the success they deserve by learning to love themselves and embrace their uniqueness. So if you know anyone who would benefit from hearing this podcast, please share it with them. Tag them if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere across social media. And remember, it's all Thank a matter of the heart. Thank you for listening to this week's episode yes. of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your hostess, Lisa Drennan. And as a thank you for being here, please check the description for a download to your free ebook, Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. A customized blueprint to begin or continue your own personal healing journey. If you know anyone that would benefit from this episode, please share it across social media, tag them in it, and post it in your stories. Let's get the word out. Let's let everyone know we are not alone and we're all on a daily healing journey. 